0: Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray. Pat Gray is not here uh, in case you did not notice by the sound of my voice not sounding like Pat Gray. Uh, I am Sarah Gonzalez in for Pat today with Jason Buttrell. And um, Pat actually, as all of you I'm sure know by this point, Pat had successful back surgery. In fact, he is feeling so good that jason and i were supposed to fill in today and tomorrow and pat said i can't have you yahoos filling in for me two days in a row you gotta go i'm coming back tomorrow so he will be back Uh, he will be back tomorrow and we are so happy to hear that the uh, the surgery was successful because i know he he lived for a lot of years in a lot of pain and you wouldn't know it by hearing him uh, on air because he always sucked it up.
1: That's so classic Pat. Yeah. He's like he's just fresh out of back surgery. Yeah.
0: yeah, We're like, like, no, Pat, like we've we've already planned on on <laughs> filling in. It's fine. We've got it.
1: He can probably, be, he's probably, he can probably barely crawl. But he's like, "Dang it, I'm into work tomorrow." Trust me. I'm
0: like, "Dang, dude, it's okay. You can that, take some time off." Yeah, that back is, surgery. That is dedication. That is dedication. <laughs> I mean, is no big deal. Just major back awesome. surgery.
1: May I know?
0: Good God. No big deal. <laughs> Uh, Got a lot to get to today on the program. And you can call us if you want to join in on the conversation. It is 888-900-3393. You can tweet us. I am at Sarah Gonzalez TX. Jason is at Jason Buttrell. Um, Really quickly before we get into it. (laughs) So I, you know, you got to wake up at just an ungodly hour when you when you fill in for this radio show. So I was up at, you know, I get up at. 3:30, 3:30, and I've got to get ready. And I realized the last time we filled in for Pat that um, I might as well come up here to my dressing room and shower and get ready up here, so that I don't disturb my family who is sleeping like any reasonable person would be sleeping at 3:30 in the morning. So um, ab- about halfway up here, I realized, and I'm in like my sweats and my hair's up, and I'm unshowered, and you know, I just I look terrible. And about midway uh through the trip I realized that my dressing room key was on my husband's keychain and <laughs> I was in my own car and I had this moment of panic. And I was like, "Well, Jason's going to have to do the beginning of the show by himself. I can- I don't know what I'm going to do or I'm going to have to go into like the regular restroom area of our building and like do my wash my face with hand soap and do my
1: makeup public restroom restroom. oh my gosh
0: (laughs) shut up jason so i was just like oh my gosh this is terrible news and um luckily the museum being here the mercury one museum being here actually saved my behind because because the museum is here we have 24-hour security So usually we have to wait for security to get here at a certain time, but uh, I didn't have to wait. So I walked in and there was a security guard sitting there and I was like, oh, my gosh, my hero. You just saved the entire day. You saved the show. He saved the radio show. So thank you to uh, M1 for having the museum here. And by the way, if you have not gotten your tickets, Go get them at mercuryone.org. It's just gonna. It's been an amazing, amazing event.
1: July fourth through the seventh. Man, this is this thing is awesome. Yeah, like straight awesome.
0: But I, I w- but I will say, if I was here with like the lights out at night, I would be really creeped out.
1: Oh, you're not joking. I mean, I I'm know, creeped out during
0: the day sometimes. I think <laughs> that, that I think
1: the museum I think is designed really to like yes. hit hit on your emotions. Yes. And if you straight out, if you walk through this this thing at night, I, I don't recommend that. You can't really unless yeah. you work here. But, yeah, it, it will hit you. Absolutely. Yeah. But, yeah, there's people like Glenn is talking about. There's, there were people in tears
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, when they were running it last weekend. Mm-hmm. But you do not want to miss leave, this. But
0: they leave feeling feeling a sense of joy. So right. it's not just a depressing, right. you know, event. Yep. Uh, all right. So scientists um, have actually suspected previously a correlation between growing rates of obesity and uh, processed foods. But they did a study... That actually discovered that um, these foods uh, also appear to lead people to overeat. So processed foods are leading people to overeat, um, probably because you think that you're, you know, you're eating and you think that you're going to be full, but it's it's just processed junk, and so you eat it, and then you're hungry an hour later, and you keep just stuffing your face. Um, you need fresh fruits and vegetables in your diet. You need the real stuff, which is why if you have not started taking Field of Greens yet by Brickhouse Nutrition, you need this in your life. Trust me. Just one scoop of Field of Greens has a one full serving of real USDA certified organic fruits and vegetables. Um, it helps boost your immunity using antioxidants, prebiotics, and probiotics. This is real food. It's not a supplement. It is actual real food and it's organic. You can read the Nutrition Facts panel on the side. See for yourself. You can go to BrickHousePat.com. Get 15% off of your first order with the offer code PAT. Um, You know, I know a lot of you out there are not like me. You're not crazy health food nuts and you're not going to go and cook fresh fruits and vegetables every day. You're not going to do that. If you know you are one of those people and you are just not going to make that happen, you got to go to BrickHousePat.com. That is BrickHousePat.com. Offer code PAT. Get you 15% off. Off of your first order. All right. So uh, yesterday on the news and why it matters, a little show that we do here every day on Blaze TV, uh, 530 Eastern, 430 Central, we talked a little bit about our girl, our girl Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. And uh, the statement that she made on Twitter, she said um, that she had just left the first border detainment facility And she said, I see why the officers were being so physically and sexually threatening towards me. Officers were keeping women in cells with no water and had told them to drink out of the toilets. This was them on their good behavior in front of members of Congress. Oh, my gosh. I cannot believe it. And 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 she doubled down on those statements Um, Later on When she was Talking to Some members of the press Outside those facilities In her car Let's watch that Before we get into it Can you say it again In English please There's abuse In these facilities There's abuse This was them On their best behavior And they put them In a room With no running water And these women were being told by CBP officers To drink out of the toilet They were drinking water out of the toilet mm. And that was them knowing that A congressional visit was coming That was This is CBP oh. on their best behavior Telling people to drink out of the toilet
1: Did you see somebody actually do you that? that? Did you see, <laughs> Did you you see, see someone
0: here? actually do that? I, I'm sorry, I, I have to go um, <laughs> So a couple things uh, A lot to unpack here It's interesting, Jason, that in her tweet, she said um, this was them on their good behavior in front of members of Congress. Now, in that clip, she says this was them knowing that members of Congress were coming. A little bit different framing there. But (laughs) I mean, you know, here in the real world, words matter, or at least they used to that. One of these ways of saying it is this is them doing it right in front of me. And the other one was they knew we were coming and they still did it, but I didn't actually see it.
1: What you know, just before we go further, how how
0: many retweets does that have? Uh, It has 50,000 retweets. 50? And (laughs) uh, Mm 125,000 likes. 125,000 oh people press that little heart for that tweet see
1: before if you make a statement like that hardcore you you, you couldn't just make that as a public official or public figure like no. that and just throw it out with no evidence right but that's exactly what she did yes. this is absolutely ridiculous and the way that she has as she's presenting our case is exactly why it's so ridiculous yeah obviously these guys like, okay our border patrol are not stupid they are not stupid. They're not going to do. They're not going to how she how she put it threaten
0: physically and, and sexually threaten. What does her? that even mean? I would love to know. But I see why the officers were being so physically and sexually threatening toward me. With absolutely no detail on what these people are doing. But yeah, I'm sure that they were being sexually threatening toward you right in front of all the cameras that were presumably with you right in front of all the people that were presumably with you. I mean, what what were they doing coming up and making, you know, uh, suggestive moves near her rear end? I, what, what What is physically and sexually threatening?
1: Throwing out of that's what she said, Zinger, every time she like made a, made a comment. Yeah, <laughs> so, or that, or
0: that's fi- what she said. They were being very physically threatening towards me. They all had uh, weapons. I felt very very physically threatened. You know what I mean? Like, well, they're officers. Uh, well, I felt physically threatened that they had protection. <laughs> I mean like what does that mean there's absolutely no substance to back up what she's saying
1: i uh I, I you heard my theory yesterday on the news and why it matters i i i okay for me there's and Stu brought up a, a a good point to i i said there was three possibilities Stu brought up a fourth possibility but i i find this highly suspicious for one
0: I love, jason i love you <laughs> <laughs> Just, everything you're like I don't wanna say that there's a conspiracy theory, <laughs> but I'm gonna say that there's a conspiracy theory.
1: Yeah, like yeah. So I don't wanna say there's a con- but, but there's but. a freaking conspiracy theory here. <laughs>
0: Every time.
1: Everyone, if you're in your car, put on your tinfoil hat. Actually when we fill in you're just, what, just you, always people, have it with you.
0: People only are only have their tinfoil hats in their cars. <laughs> well, what if they're at their house? Well, wait, Do you're like, I, I, <laughs> You don't carry one in your car? I carry one every single place oh, I okay. go. Oh, I got because, one in my house. I got one in my car. Me. I got one at work. I never know when I'm going to listen to <laughs> listen you. To <laughs> you know, when we gotta get, be ready,
1: girl. When we get merch, <laughs> that's the first thing with our little logo on our, on the tinfoil hat. Yeah. <gasps> straight up, isn't that that's that, that dope. Isn't
0: that dope? Oh, that's dope. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're doing it. We're doing it.
1: <laughs> okay, so this we is we also it. need a
0: shirt that says "That's dope." Yes, we do. For Jason. Yes, we do.
1: <laughs> we're getting we're getting this whole thing mapped out. I'm, I'm loving it. Um But this is so. This is a, this is the conspiracy theory, but it's not a conspiracy theory. Um, she she fires off this tweet at eleven thirty two a.m. yesterday, Central Time eleven thirty two. Ten at ten fifty five, so thirty seven minutes before that, this big pro Publica story dropped, and I didn't know a thing about them. Stu yesterday was saying that they're like a big like what what did he what did he equate them to? It's like the less version of like Breitbart, kind yeah, of
0: yes, something yeah. like that. I had never heard of them either.
1: I, I, I didn't either. I
0: had no idea.
1: But they dropped this, uh, this, uh, this, uh, the story, and the story it looks it looks credible. So uh, they're still investigating this story. But the story, uh, in a nutshell, is is that they found or were led to this uh, Facebook group. It's a private group, and it's only for. Um, current and former border patrol uh, mm-hmm. agents, and they go in there and they do the stu. There's, there's it looks like from what I've seen, they're they're posting the stupid crap mm-hmm. that will get you fired. Mm-hmm. You know the stupid stuff that like maybe be in your head, but you would never say or you don't even really believe anyway. But if like people are ju- you know, do I do you judge I, them for that? Well, some of the stuff I do okay. because they're, you know like everybody has the stupid thing that runs through their head yes but you never say it because it's ridiculous and, and inappropriate right. and just but if wrong. you're in
0: a secret private facebook group and let's say you know you're you're saying something like "Ugh, illegal immigrants are so you know uh i don't know entitled because they think that they could, they should just be able to skip the line in front of everyone else, you know, yada, yada, whatever, you're slamming illegal immigrants, but you go to work every day and you do your job and you don't treat them disrespectfully and you, you know, you do what's required of you. I don't really have a problem with people getting out there. I mean, it must really mess with your mind to be at one of those facilities you know, and yeah. and enforce, um, you know, certain things there. So I'm all about if they have to do certain things and they have a weird, morbid sense of humor because they that's their life and that's their job every day. But they still go to work every day and do their job. I don't know that I'm willing to fault them for that.
1: There, There is a level of you would hope that there is this level of professionalism. Right. Where they're private, whatever they joke about or the, exactly. the locker room talk they have. Right. Like they leave it at the, you know, they leave it when they throw the uniform on. Right. Like you would hope that, but like, it's always good. I think to look at through the lens of, you know, let's, let's say it's a leftist group or Mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. And they're, they're also like, they're, I don't know. They're also working in some public, you know, you know, form, you know, or whatever agency or whatever. If we found this out about them, we to us we'd be like oh that confirms exactly what I knew about them if they think that in private mm-hmm. just imagine what they you know how that's mm-hmm. believed in you know what I mean like yeah. we we would do that as well yeah yeah so it's like they they should have known better. You know oh yeah,
0: the, no, they absolutely should have known better. This is
1: it's just stupid. Like it anything is. that goes online, people are going to find. But even it's
0: a it's secret private. group. I know secret. What does that even mean?
1: Like <laughs> I didn't even <laughs> with know a bunch you. of
0: other people, and you don't know any of their intentions.
1: It's, so it, it, yeah, it's it, there's a this it, the secret Facebook. It, ma, it makes it sound like you have to get on the dark web or something like that to access it. I, I had no idea. I guess it's invite only. That's what <laughs> yeah. secret group yeah. is. Yes. But they, it's invite only group. But they call it secret as right. if yeah, like come on. <laughs> um, but anyway, in 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 this forum, they they. They say a lot of stuff that, you know, you know, a lot. what appears to be racist talk, that some memes that, you know, sexualized memes with AOC, you know, <gasps> kind of putting her down.
0: Oh, um, yeah. Were uh, they sexually threatening? <laughs> yeah, they, they pretty much the me- were. The memes yeah. were sexually threatening? Sexually. Good wording there.
1: Mm-hmm. Because what I'm getting to is, is everything that she's confirming that she, that she says that she confirmed that she saw and witnessed was pretty much in that Pro-Republica uh, article seven minutes or 30 or what was it? What was it? 30 minutes later mm. or whatever. Mm. Now that means that she either had this like a notification because she just loves Pro, Pro, Pro Publica or Pro, Pro Publica, <laughs> whatever it is, because she loves it and it fired up on her iPhone. And she's like, Hey, check out the story. I'm going to read it really quick while I'm touring this facility,
0: which would be very rude and disrespectful to all of these illegal immigrants whose, you know, plight you are, uh, you know, trying to, um, you know, identify with and, and just not
1: believable you know like <laughs> no, uh, just, and she's doing all these things she said she's doing like forcing her way into mm-hmm. cells mm-hmm. which is something she claims she, she's not reading a and this is a long-form article she's yes. not reading a 30-minute article while doing all this stuff
0: well jason it's just that she's so intelligent that she can multitask like that and
1: we know that's not the case <laughs> so something else is definitely going on <laughs> So I, I think that they, what this, and Stu brought this up, I, I think this is probably more the, the case, but I think that ProPublica gave her the article and said, hey, this is stuff we found about you in it. Do you want to comment about it, any of it? I don't think she, uh, she, did, she wasn't commented in the article. Um, so there's two things here. One is benign. The other one's not so benign. But she probably got access to this and was like, "Hey, this is a this helps me create my Gestapo. You know, the border patrols Gestapo, mm-hmm. and these are concentration camps. So right after this, uh, you know, releases, I'm going to tweet something that like supports it. It's either that or she coordinated with ProPublica to build up this article. Either or. Mm-hmm. Um, either way, it's it's a uh, it's a falsehood. Either way, it's slimy. Um, it's it's borderline." I don't know, like, how do you, like, Pelosi's got to rein this chick in. Like, really, I mean, you're telling lies. By the way, the Border Patrol did. Uh, um, said, I don't know what the heck she's talking about. Yes. We have a system in every single cell that's got Multiple. a sink
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: with uh, drinking water that's in pretty much every prison system out there.
0: Yes, but it's... Um, it- the, the sink is attached to the toilet.
1: Yeah, so is that what... Is she looking...
0: The girl doesn't
1: even know what a garbage disposal is. <laughs>
0: She's like,
1: exactly. yeah, right? Like she she probably looked at that and goes, oh my God, a garbage disposal is on top of the toilet. <laughs> she probably thought it was a garbage disposal. I wouldn't doubt it. Oh, Either that are some new form of satellite communications or something That's like that. True. She's like,
0: oh,
1: is this environmental?" What did she say? Is this environmentally uh, uh, sound? sound?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Come on, idiot, idiot.
1: She, so she, she's straight up lying about this. Yes, there's just no. If not, wouldn't you say wouldn't you have if you witnessed something like this or heard something like this, if they were physically and sexually threatening you, what's the first thing you would do, Sarah?
0: Um, I would find out their name, their Check. ID number, Check. you know, um, make sure that I could say something to their superiors. Right. Yeah. None of that happened. No. You, so, you know, this is bogus. Yes. Um, I, a couple more things to get into on that. But um, really quickly, first, if you guys have not heard about this cruise taking place in spring of 2020 next year, it's coming up in March. You have got to get in on this. This is going to be amazing. Uh, You're going to sail the Mediterranean on this really amazing uh, Italian cruise ship. So you've got gourmet Italian food uh, happening every day on that ship. Get ready to gain a little bit of weight, but totally worth it. Um, You're going to visit Italy, Croatia, Jerusalem, Israel, of course, um, Athens, Greece, to explore the roots of Western civilization. Can you imagine all of the history that there is in all of these places that you're going to take it all in and you're not just going to take it all in alone or with family? You're going to take it all in with Glenn Beck, Bill O'Reilly, Stubergear, David Barton and Rabbi Lappin. It's a 14 day adventure, although if you don't want to stay for the 14 days, they've got packages that you you can stay for a shorter amount of time. But I don't know how you could get in All of these things in less than 14 days, they are going to be alongside with you. You're going to learn about the history behind all of these places. I just can't even imagine. Your mind is going to be blown with so much history. Bring your kids, bring your grandkids. Um, What other opportunity are you going to have to visit all of these places at once with The history buffs that are going to, uh, they're going to tell you all of these, you know, all of these little nuggets, all these little nuggets that you would not have gotten otherwise. You got to go to comesailaway.com today to learn all of the details and the different packages that they have. They've got all these little different options that you can tweak, but it is all inclusive, including the flight, uh, which is huge. Go to comesailaway.com so you can mark it on your calendars. Um, So AOC, Yes, she is huge. She is a huge liability, Jason. Um, and I know Pelosi is going to need to rein her in. But she is very, very emboldened right now. A- AOC is, I think. And, you know, it's interesting because <clears throat> something like, you know, what she said about the toilet. And if you you go online and you look, I'm, I'm reading this on The Daily Wire right now. But you go online and you look and you look at these pictures of the toilet with the sink On, you know, what would you call the, what would you call the top of the toilet? This top of the toilet?
1: Uh, Where, like where the lid would be?
0: What'd you say, Martin? The tank. Is it the tank? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the tank would be.
1: Did he say the same thing? Yeah. But I beat him, I think. My toilet knowledge was faster. Is this
0: a, is this a, he (laughs) said yes.
1: (laughs) Is this a man contest? (laughs) Oh my gosh, the testosterone (laughs) in here. I'm dying.
0: Uh, So where the tank would be, it's just a, it's a sink and it's potable water like any other facility. I mean, it's just, what do you expect for us to be doing for these people, putting them up in five-star hotels? That's what I often think. I mean, I really want to know from Cortez and from all of her cohorts who act like it's just completely terrible uh, and immoral for us to hold these people in a facility. It's like, what. Do you want us to spend our tax dollars to put them up in five star hotels? Like what kind of what kind of amenities would you like for them to have? Well,
1: it's a great question, Sarah, and they're not no one's really asking them that like what you expect to happen. Right. Like Glenn laid out these numbers on TV I think last week where he was showing like So at 100 and, like so we've spent I think it's 3 months in a row, it's been over 100,000 people per month. Yeah. This last one was 144,000 people. Um that was basically that's basically the size of uh of Sacramento. Sacramento, California. Unbelievable. I'm sorry, not Sacramento. Uh, Pasadena. Wow, Pasadena, California.
0: fake news. <laughs>
1: Pasadena. Still, um, but that's every month. I mean, just think about that every month. So, I mean, four months, you're you're you know you're over four hundred thousand people. It's yeah. insane. Yeah, these are the the, the amount of uh, illegal immigrants that are coming over are over the size of major me- uh, metropolitan areas when these are coming into these facilities, and that facility, that's why you have her quote unquote camps, literally what do you expect, where do you expect them to go? Where can you put them?
0: I know. I mean, there's no other good option.
1: Jay Johnson from the uh, from the Obama administration was just asked recently about the you know the, the the conditions, and he was talking about the cages and all that stuff under both administrations. Mm-hmm. And Jay Johnson was like, "Look, there's there's nothing wrong with this. Like, you, the, the, you're politicizing the fact that these look like cages, but these is literally because the, with the amount of people coming through, that's for their safety. Like, it's to separate the women from the men, you know, so that you don't have you can imagine yes. what would happen when yes. you, like let's say in a prison situation right. women and men together bad things happen Yeah, and from children that uh, are um, are uh, uh, little children that aren't with other adults so the un- unaccompanied you can't have them with adults because again the same thing would right. happen
0: even if they were with adults that truly were their parents it's the same reason you're not going to bring someone's child into a jail cell you don't know the other strangers that they're going to be housed with yeah. you have no idea who the other adults are anyone who wants a child in that situation is out of their freaking minds
1: out of their minds
0: out of their freaking minds
1: and the one thing that could help these situations the one thing that could make the, the conditions better like even if like those like what you just showed me that photograph with with uh, with the amenities inside mm-hmm. these uh, facilities if you want them better approve more money right. so that they can make them yes. you know they can make them better if you don't like the quote unquote camps with the temporary facilities then get, approve more money, cut more money so that they can approve those facilities. But what did they do for the longest time up until, what, a few days ago? They denied the money. Mm-hmm. They denied the humanitarian aid. Mm-hmm. The Trump administration Republicans were like, look, we need money down there. We right. need to improve these facilities. They denied it. Why?
0: Because this is political football. Yes, they're, yes. they're they weaponizing. They don't this. care. They don't care Absolutely about don't the care. illegal immigrants. Jason, did you see? I, I just literally just saw this. <laughs> I just saw it too. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Okay, so there's another tweet that she tweeted that said um that uh, the the facilities made them check in their phones. So she couldn't have her phone with her. But she said, but one woman slipped me this packet to take with me. (laughs) me It says shampoo. But she told me that this is all they give women to wash their entire body. Nothing else. Some women's (laughs) hair was falling out. Others had gone 15 days without taking a shower. And it's this little packet that says shampoo. Again. What would you like for them? Do, would you like us to give them bubble bath along with all the shampoo? I mean, I give like my son has a body wash that is shampoo and body wash. My son and I get can you believe I make him take a shower with just a container that has shampoo in it? Can you believe it, Jason? <laughs> I can't. Where is CPS? Why don't they show up at my doorstep? Because I dare give my son an all-in-one shampoo and body wash, which is I'm sure what this is. But again, what are we supposed to do? And by the way, maybe, maybe if the if the conditions are so bad and maybe if all they get is shampoo, I can't believe we're only giving these people shampoo to take showers with, maybe stop coming. Yeah. Maybe stop coming.
1: I, I like how that's her big evidence that it's so humane. It's so humane. We're providing shampoo. In, inhumane. To, I mean, yeah, inhumane. We're providing shampoo. Like
0: we're giving like, them shampoo. Wait, that's,
1: that's, that, that's not even evidence to like support your like argument And really. they get it's, to
0: wash their entire body with it. <laughs> what? What are we supposed to be doing? <laughs> I don't get it. Um, Jason, you saw, uh, uh, there's a clip of, of AOC and Tlaib.
1: Yeah. So they, I, I, they're very comfortable in their realm, you know, in their element when they, you know, they're like talking about these issues. You can stand in New York, you know, and you can stand in Brooklyn and you can talk about how there's no, there's a manufactured crisis on the border and I'm going to do something about this and yada, yada, yada. You can stand in, you know, you know, in California probably and do the same and they'd be all on, on your cause. It's a little different when you gather like that and give a press conference in Texas or New Mexico. Listen to this.
0: Do we? People see the light, here. they feel illegal. We are lifting up these stories, and the you will see the light. And if you don't, we will bring the fight. Wow.
1: This is now Rashida Tlaib steps up the mic, and we, did, we don't I, it's it's hilarious when she when she gets there it gets even worse wow it gets worse she tries to get something out you can't even hear what Tlaib's saying yeah they're just like saying stuff like get out of here we don't want you here um they were it just all kind you literally can't. they're
0: illegal I love that <laughs> it's it's
1: it's yes it was it I tell you what, from the people that are actually affected by this they are pissed yes
0: they are absolutely, and they pissed. should be. They I, absolutely should be. I
1: watched this. Uh, this was insane. I, I, you know, I should have had this pulled for today, but um, I actually watched a NBC news <clears throat> report where they sent a journalist down to the border and they hung out with a with a rancher mm-hmm. uh, f- for a day. And she was just very like she she wasn't asking gotcha questions. She was literally just trying to hear what his perspective. And he was like, "Look, we're we're, we're getting destroyed here." Mm-hmm. He's like, "We we live in fear." Yep. He was like, "I haven't yep. seen it like we haven't been this much in fear, and I can't remember." And his family's been there for eons. He's like, "It's tens of thousand dollars." I think he said a month of damages that they just due to this crisis, whether they're killing cattle or proper other property damage or fixing fences yep. that they tear down. Yep. Um, it was, it was just so on point and it was, I, I was just absolutely amazed that a member of the mainstream media was accurately reporting on that. But this is like, this is, if you're one of these ranchers, if you're some of these people in these border towns, you were pissed.
0: Yeah. Absolutely pissed. Yeah. Um, was all I right. ranting just now? Are you a little to bit. That? Okay. A <laughs> little bit. A little bit. So if you feel like, uh, maybe you're coming up short this father's day and you're looking for a really awesome idea, you gotta go with iTarget Pro. It's a good Christian owned business. And um you know you can go shooting sure you can go to you know the range or you can go you know spend a lot of money on ammunition but you could also use iTarget Pro and save your money on that. So it's the first dry fire training system to combine smartphone technology with the industry's best laser bullet. Um, Their app tracks the laser bullet so you can practice in your home, you can practice wherever. It pays for itself. It's completely safe. It comes with your caliber specific laser bullet. Right now you can get 10% off plus free shipping with the offer code PAT. That is iTargetPro.com. Offer code PAT, go there now. It's Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blades. Welcome back. Uh, I am Sarah Gonzalez here with Jason Buttrell filling in for Pat Gray, who is, I hear, doing amazing and is coming back super early because he's that dedicated to uh, to getting all of his thoughts out to you guys. That is dedication. I don't know that I would be the same way if I already had the time off lined up. I'd be like cool, I'm starting July 4th holiday early.
1: <laughs> Pat's Pat's work ethic is historic. It, literally, it's legendary. It's Everyone amazing. knows Yeah, he's just nonstop. It's, Pat, we're not just awesome. saying that
0: because we know you're listening. It's, <laughs> it's
1: fine. <laughs>
0: just kidding. Uh, you can call us if you have something to say. Sound off 888-900-3393. Uh, just to muck and futch... I got to be careful on that one. Says, hey, Blaze TV merch department, I'd like to pre-order a That's Dope (laughs) t-shirt. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I really think that that would sell. And I realize that it's your phrase, but it was my idea to put it on the shirt. So the royalties (laughs) go to me.
1: 70-30. The
0: the proceeds (laughs) go to me. Uh, Let's see. Scotty Sweatman says, watching that AOC video, shouldn't that child be in a car seat? Oh. It's AOC. Never mind. <laughs> it's just AOC. Uh, and then the pickled squirrel says, this is why you never give a valley girl power. The mind boggles at the absurdity. It's true. But I mean, that district, as Nancy Pelosi said, uh, what she say, a water bottle could win in that district mm-hmm. or a water glass could win in that district. It's just she had a D by her name. She was she was bound to win. Um, <clears throat> and then. The Steve 42 said, I don't believe any story about a secret Facebook group with more than 9,000 members. That's a great point. That's not that much of a secret if your group is 9,000 members strong. <laughs> it's kind of
1: hard to keep that secret. Just the
0: 9,000, though. It's fine. Uh, and then CB said, this is a great point. AOC should love toilet sinks as they are actually more water efficient than normal toilet and sink setups, thus more environmentally friendly. <laughs> I mean, really, because the the... Those are the kind I th- I'm pretty sure. Are they the ones that you? Ha- I think that you have to press your foot to work, or you press the button and it just it runs for a certain amount of time and then it shuts off. Which for us first worlders are so annoying.
1: Did you did you did you see these last time you were in County? Is that how? You yeah. Know?
0: Yeah, when I was in county lockup for uh, all of the all of the riffraff that I get into, you know, all all of that stuff. Uh, No, but I mean, when you go to porta potties and stuff like that and they have the the sinks out there or you just go to a place that I don't know, is scared that the world's going to end in 12 years. So they have the sinks where you just you push the button and it runs for five seconds and you're like, I'm I clearly am not done rinsing the soap off of my hands. So annoying. So annoying. I know it's a first world problem. Um, <clears throat> so we're talking about the the border. Yeah. And how, you know, the Democrats want to talk about the crisis as if the crisis is the fact that we're actually detaining these people. Um, but the real crisis is the threat that they're posing to all of these people who live on the border, all of these farmers. Um, and, you know, all of these people that, that Jason, you were, you were talking about before we went to break.
1: Yeah, the, the farmers, the ranchers, the people that actually live there, the local municipi- municipalities, we've talked to the, well, not us, but the network has talked to uh, the mayor of uh, Uvalde, Texas, who was saying, look, our, our, our resources are just drained. Like there's, mm-hmm. there's nothing we can do. Again, this, the equivalent of the size of major m- metropolitan areas are streaming over the border. 144,000 a month. That's insane. Where do you expect them to go? I know. Where do, what do you expect to happen? You want to yell about conditions. You don't want to give them money to, to improve the conditions. But what is your plan to make the situation better? You're not. You're just
0: screaming at the wind because you know it scores you points. Well, the, That's but it. Yes. But the situation being better to them would just be just let them all come in. Why do you need to check who they are? That's fine. Just let them pour in and you can give them a, a little piece of paper and it'll tell them when they can come to a hearing. And obviously, they're going to come back, Jason. They're, they will be back for their hearing.
1: The what's the messed up thing is I think that that's... I actually think that that's what people like AOC believe in or uh, Rashida Tlaib mm-hmm. or Ilian Omar. I think they... Generally believe that open borders, but you hear a lot of people complaining saying no one's saying open borders. Um, although well, your policies are saying it without yes. saying the actual quote unquote words, they
0: know better than to say those words. Oh
1: yeah, they absolutely know, and not only because of uh, political you know suicide in the country, mm-hmm. but also because members of their own party don't even believe it. They're staying silent now and letting them run the narrative because of the political football, because they know it provide it gives them points. Mm-hmm. But nobody on the left, with the with the exception of some of these radicals, they've never advocated for this before. They, all throughout the, you know what, the, at least the past, ever since Bill Clinton, they've been strong border supporters. Mm-hmm. They, they, they believe we have, in the, uh, We have these
0: same people like Chuck Schumer and Joe Biden and all of these same people who have been around long enough. We have video of them saying all these things. Yeah. Illegal immigrants should be, I mean, we have Obama On a video Being interviewed By George Stephanopoulos Saying That if you send Your kids here We're going to send them back Do not send your kids here We're going to send them back Right well, that's why that's why I where were the inhumane calls then that's why I think
1: even people like Nancy Pelosi people like Chuck Schumer they're actually worse than people like AOC yeah because we know what AOC is about we know what the people like her the, the, the DSA uh you know people yes. that get endorsed by DSA okay fine you're you're saying it out in public we know what you want you want open borders now the problem is people like J- uh, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer the reason they're worse is because they don't believe in that mm-hmm. I don't think mm-hmm. but they're weaponizing this they're letting them talk they they're letting them have their way they're letting that be the uh, you know the argument they're letting that uh be the conversation when they're once once they do get in power they're going to stop letting them weaponize that argument and they're going to say okay they're probably going to shift back into what they've done for the past 20 years which is complain about it say it's a right problem it's the conservatives fault for all these issues but on
0: the back end they're probably still going to keep on doing what they've been doing i don't know i don't know jason because If if the message of open borders actually works, which I hope to God, I would like to believe that Americans are smarter than that. But let's say that they're not. And let's say that we have moved to this place in society where, um, you know, compassion outweighs, you know, rationality. How I mean, wouldn't there be an uprising in their party if all of these people in their party said, yes, this is what we want to do. And then once they finally got that power, they said, no, oh, never mind. We changed our minds. We're not going to do it. I mean, wouldn't wouldn't their wouldn't their constituents be upset that they're not doing what they said that they were going to do, whether or not it's I mean, I, I it's completely radical. Like, I, I'm not arguing that point, but how do they get away with saying they're going to do something? like open borders and then not doing it. Of course, I mean, I guess they've gotten away with it so far because they've said that we should do something about the border and, you know, um, make it harder for, for illegal immigrants to come in, and they never did that.
1: Yeah. I, I think that I, okay, so maybe I'm, I might be a little naive on this. Maybe I am. But I tend to think that this radical left uh, orientation that's going on right now is just a fad. Uh, that, that that that's what that's the way I believe. I, I think that it's and I believe people like Pelosi and Schumer understand the fact that look where they're going where where the the direction this is shifting in into uh, like the Kamala Harriss, the Elizabeth Warrens, the Bernie Sanderses, the Aocs that that way is not the way you can win elections going mm-hmm. forward. It's mm-hmm. not the way that you get middle America that, that that's how that's the the people that could you know vote either Republican or Democrat, that's how you win elections. Mm-hmm. It's not the uh, people that it's not the kids that are voting out of college, you know, from their protests in Berkeley. That, that's, that doesn't win elections. It's the people that live in Michigan. It's the it's the factory workers that are like, look, who can who can help us get jobs? Who can stabilize the economy? Who and, and they literally those are the people ever since the 1960s. That was probably the biggest voting block. Mm-hmm. It, literally, it was it was like the Kennedy Democrats, which today would be Republicans. That's how you win elections. They're the, that's how Trump won. It is they were neglected by the left. They're the people in Michigan. They're the people in in flyover country, middle America. That they're like, look, we don't, we're not that partisan. You know, you say some things we agree with. You say something on both sides, Um, but we literally could go either way. Mm -hmm. That's how you win. Those are the people that said, well, forget Hillary, forget Democrats, because they've been neglecting us. The border stuff, the economy, everything. So they they flip to Trump. It's the person that can weaponize them and and try to change their minds. And had them switch from Trump and go over to the, the left. That's how they're going to be. That's how they're going to win the presidency. That's what they're going to try.
0: So what you're saying is, this new radical uh, left ideology is the man bun of political views. <laughs> right. It's just a fad. It is. I, 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 it's I, an ugly
1: one. I hope it's the man bun. Uh, I hope it's the skinny jeans. I seriously <laughs> hope it is. But it's really the only way to describe the flip flop that the Democrats have gone from from the border. They, they've. Uh, well, how long have they been? They've been very weak on the border since how? For how long? They've always been weaker on the border mm-hmm. than the right has. But I mean, really, uh, since just before Obama. Obama was uh, had was deporting uh, lots. He was. Yes. We we know what he was yes. doing with yes. uh, you know with the detention he facilities. He was
0: deporting people who were here illegally. <laughs>
1: Imagine that, right? What
0: an immoral man! No one—that is inhumane. No one Jason. on the left
1: called him out for it. That his, is inhumane. Look at his numbers from mm. the first uh, as the first couple of years of his administration. Deportations they were were like at, were at, at added high, highs, yeah. all time highs. Uh, border detentions uh, were at highs. It wasn't until later on in his administration that he they switched strategies. So all of a sudden, everyone changed their mind, just like a snap, like so. I believe, probably because of this fad. Everyone was Mm -hmm. like, hey, check out those skinny jeans. Everyone likes them and we'll score political points. Throw them skinny jeans on. Mm -hmm. Now we know how skinny jeans are a very bad idea. Open borders (laughs) are a very bad idea. The leadership in the Democratic Party knows it's a bad idea, Mm -hmm. but they're going to write it as long as they can. Mm -hmm. I just don't think that continues. I have faith in this country. I, I just don't believe it. Even the crazy leftists. Okay, the crazy leftists are going to stay crazy leftists. They're going to continue doing what they're doing. They're going to keep on keeping on. But what if but. they
0: gain? What if there's more of them that come up? What if there's more, you know, you've basically got the old breed and the new breed in the Democratic Party. So what if the Nancy Pelosi's start getting replaced by the AOC's and Rashida Tlaib and Ilhan Omar? I mean, it's dangerous. God help us.
1: Then it gets dangerous.
0: God help us if that happens.
1: I tell you what, I'm I'm not worried at the moment. I am not too worried about a Kamala Harris or Elizabeth Warren, uh, because unless they get the 60 votes in the Senate then I think we'll be fine. Yeah, There's going to be some crappy executive orders that's going to suck, probably on gun control, probably on climate change, but it can be redone again in another one of those snaps in the next election. Yeah. But if, we get, if they get 60 votes, if there's more of these radicals in the Senate and even more in the House, that's when you see fundamental transformation. Mm. That's when it gets scary.
0: Uh, All right. So, you know, we're talking about all of this uh, radical transformation. And I know there is sometimes this feeling of frustration and just feeling like you're just powerless when you watch all of this craziness that's going on right now in this country. Um, You know, you watch television and most of the media is left wing. Uh, Conservatives are being silenced online and big corporations are, of course, subsidizing less left wing causes. So you can vote. You can vote all day long for the things that you believe in. But if at the end of the day, all of your payments, all of your hard earned money is going towards left wing causes, even when you're voting the right way and you're donating your money, you know, to certain places, you're still doing it when you pay your bills. All right. What can you do? Well, you can support Patriot Mobile Um, There was a group of conservatives in 2013 who just got fed up knowing that they were paying their cell phone bill and it was going to left-leaning causes. So they created Patriot Mobile. Uh, Since 2015, they have quietly raised over $2 million for conservative causes. They need your support right now. You can get the same nationwide service with a portion of your bill going to support the the candidates and the causes that you believe in. It's not going to be the left-wing organizations. It's going to be places that you actually support. They have unlimited plans right now starting as low as $25 per month. Uh, So you can save money and you can support your own causes. Uh, That's a win-win here. Patreon Mobile is offering a free month of service right now on all new lines. Switching is easy. It's the same crystal clear nationwide coverage. Um, You're not going to lose your number. You don't have to worry about all of that. The technology is very advanced now. You're not going to, you know, you're not going to notice the switch. Um, everyone around the Blaze is switching to Patriot Mobile. You can go to patriotmobile.com slash blaze. Use promo code blaze for that free month. Get you the free month at patriotmobile.com slash blaze. Offer code blaze, patriotmobile.com slash blaze. Um, Jason, were you done with uh, with your rant?
1: I just realized that I was ranting and I didn't throw out the uh, other things that was going on at the border that I we had talked about. I know, that's update. why
0: I was like, I that don't think he, yes, I don't <laughs> think he's done, but Jason <laughs> goes down this rabbit trail and the rabbit trail usually goes down and then up, and around and then back down and then around a couple more times.
1: Rabbit trail, also known as rabbit hole and some other circles. Whatever. I got what you're
0: saying. Shut up, Jason. (laughs)
1: Uh, Okay, so at the same time that this was going on, that they're having they're getting heckled at the border for being stupid and they're all telling these stupid lies. Two hundred and fifty Cuban and Salvadorian migrants were and were in Juarez right at the El Paso border crossing, the second busiest border crossing in the United States. And they had to shut it down because they were getting crazy, getting close to riot, basically. And the situation was unsafe, so they had to shut it down. 250 Cuban and Salvadorian uh, migrants at the same time. Um, Check this out. This is is freaky. 35,000 Africans are now making their way up through South America to the Mm. southwest border. Thirty-five thousand. We've already been uh, heard about reports of uh, uh, people from the Congo mm-hmm. that just showed up in Texas. Yep. They're having to get French translators because they they don't speak Spanish. They don't speak. They they, they needed to speak to them. Uh, this is absolutely frightening. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Congo just also happens to be one of the uh, uh, the, the site for the largest Ebola outbreak right yes. now. When uh, when people when I, I can't remember which I, I think it might have been. I want to say it, it was might have been somebody from this network. It might have been someone from conservative review. I, it seems like it might have been. But um, they asked uh, the um, Homeland Security if they were being screened for Ebola. And they said, no, they're not being screened for Ebola. Oh,
0: good. Good. This, this what I could mean, possibly go wrong, Jason. Th- oh, my god! It's not like just a few years ago. It feels, you know, we had some sort of Ebola scare and uh, it was a whole just. Absolute madness descending upon uh, our city. Oh my gosh! It. Oh, I, I mean, so there's no mistakes that could be learned from here, Jason.
1: This is, and it's it's more than just there. It's a uh, so the Congo, Cameroon, Ghana, Haiti, Cuba, and a- a- areas in uh, some countries uh, from the Middle East. Uh, we did a show uh, about a month or so ago talking about the terror threat from the border because people like Beto are saying there's no terror threat, even though the Texas Department of Public Safety said, yes, there is. They're writing memos saying El Paso we're catching them.
0: disown him.
1: There is a – gosh, I know.
0: You, like, you live there. Surely you have seen this. Surely you have seen what can happen. Surely you have seen the dangers of letting these people in, living on a border town, in a border town like El Paso don't give me that nonsense
1: they know it they get the same classified they they get classified briefings on what we're now seeing out in an open source you know media like they know 35,000 africans from some of these uh, mm-hmm. crazy places either where there's a you know active war zone or if there is a like a you know major pandemic uh location that they're coming this direction he thinks that's no big deal of course he does mm-hmm. but he's just using this for political points that's it 35,000 we that show that we did on the terror threat, uh, they they uh, the uh, government had uncovered a smuggling operation that went through Somalia. They uh, take a trip, they take a boat ride, uh, planes, boats, everything. They make their way to Brazil, then they link up with, and it's all coordinated through WhatsApp, an encrypted messaging, messaging service. They get coyote from to coyote to coyote. It's a very uh, a coordinated group and pl- and route. Where they hop on buses, they hop in cars, and they get all the way to the border, and they tell them exactly what to say when they get here. That they're declaring asylum mm-hmm. because of political persecution or because of safety or whatever. And boom, that, then they're in the system, and then we're pretty much stuck with the, you know, with the problems. Even though people that have talked to them on the route, they say straight up that they're not typical candidates for asylum. Mm-hmm. They'll say right to their face, yeah, we're basically going because of economic, you know, you know reasons basically any any kind of economic reason not because of safety
0: what i'm hearing from you jason is that you are bigoted against brown people and also black people that makes me uh, th- that you're not talking about i mean why are you why are you okay with the white people up in canada
1: <laughs> i'm not there's a oh, big wait they're not, trying in to come in. Also. they're not
0: trying <laughs> they're to come polite. in they're too polite they're too polite for that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're not okay. about to try they'll be like oh I touched I touched my foot over the line. I'm so sorry..
1: <laughs> <A>?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Pat Gray unleashed. Welcome back. Uh, I'm Sarah Gonzalez, here with Jason Butrell filling in for Pat Gray. Uh, I am at Sarah Gonzalez TX and Jason is at Jason Buttrell. If you would like to tweet us uh, on the social medias or you can, of course, use the Pat Gray Unleashed hashtag, which is hashtag put that in your pipe, which I love. I'm so jealous of that hashtag. He (laughs) stole the coolest hashtag. Like you sound like such a bad A if you're like, put that in your pipe, (laughs) punk. I love it. Uh, All right. So. We have had a lot, a lot of listeners, a lot of viewers out there who have had amazing, amazing success with a product called Radiazone. Uh Cheryl from Texas, Cheryl from over here, right in Texas, said uh, she listens to Pat, Keith, and Jeffy every day. She said, At the end of December, I started a keto diet and chose to give Ridiazone a chance to help me with that. Today, I am 65 pounds lighter and so very grateful. That is amazing. 65 pounds lighter after she started taking Ridiazone. Now, obviously, everyone is different. Maybe you don't lose 65 pounds. Maybe you don't have 65 pounds to lose, but. If you are one who overeats, um, you should know that Riduzone is formulated to help you fight food cravings and stop eating when you're full. Riduzone only contains OEA, that's it, and it's a molecule that's naturally present in your body. OEA is supposed to send a signal to your brain that you're full, but most of us don't produce enough OEA to actually get that signal. So we just keep stuffing our face and uh, filling our plates. So if you have some stubborn weight that you need to lose and nothing seems to be working uh, in your weight loss world, you gotta try RydiaZone. It's not a stimulant. You're not gonna walk around with the jitters all day. It's just OEA and it works. It works for me. It's worked for a ton of viewers out there. You gotta try it. Go to RydiaZone.com. That is R-I-D-U com you can get a 30-day money back guarantee and save 30% on a 3-month supply right now at ridiazone.com. Uh so let's let's wrap this this border thing up cuz I know we've been on it for a while. Um I know you've got something else uh that you want to get into Jason, <laughs> but can I just really quickly say how irritating it is whenever I comment about this situation on social media and It never fails. I will have someone on the left say, well, you do realize that uh, Donald Trump wants to deport everyone with your last name. What? No, he does. And I'm always like, I'm an American citizen, you idiot. Like, What are you talking about? Eric Swalwell said the same thing. Hey, alert, alert. Everyone who's Hispanic. Donald Trump wants to break up your family and, you know, cage your kids and take. No, he doesn't. He's totally fine with American citizens. He's totally fine with people who are here legally. It doesn't matter what your last name is. In fact, it's incredibly racist of you to assume that just because my last name is Gonzalez, I'm getting deported. Drives me insane.
1: They want to equate... They're always trying to equate racism and uh, uh, conflate illegal and legal immigration together.
0: They always want to do that. And... If my skin, my the, my skin is not brown enough to have an an opinion on the matter. So because uh, my last name is Gonzalez. Um, and you know, I, I am Hispanic, but my skin isn't brown enough. They're like, well, you're, I mean, obviously you're white. Look at you. Or there was someone who, who commented to me the other day, Jason, I'm like you, I'm like, I was on a, in a Twitter war with someone. Um, (laughs) there was someone who commented the other day about, you know, I think it was on one of AOC's tweets that I had commented on. And, um, I noticed on their Twitter bio, it said, uh, they identified themselves as Latinx. Or Latinx, however you call it, the Latinx, latinx, um, you know, the the non masculine, non feminine version of Latina. You said Latina.
1: I thought you meant like Latin links, like a feisty uh, Latina.
0: I so when this first came (laughs) out, we were I was in California. We were doing the show from the Daily Wire studio, and Michael Knowles was on and uh, with us. And Michael Knowles was always like latinx. It's latinx, okay, like in this big New York accent. So I don't, I, latinx, <laughs> Latinx. I don't really care what you call it because it's absurd. And so I just said, okay. I mean, you have latinx, Latinx in your bio. I. I'm not really going to really care what your opinion is. I'm already fairly certain. I don't actually care about what your opinion is. And he said, oh, yeah, just just like a white woman to not care what a person from the Latin community says. I'm like, no, you idiot. I'm also from the Latin community. I'm just not an idiot about it drives me insane all right well let's wrap this border thing up
1: yeah so this is this is just this is just humorous it's it's both humorous and it shows yeah, is it humorous how bad well it's, it's humorous. <laughs> laugh so we don't not. cry let's laugh yeah. so we don't cry right so we we're just talking about how like sophisticated some of these ways of like getting people across the border are with like encryption services you know uh you know apps and all this stuff well this is how easy it's gotten So there was a man arrested earlier this month for smuggling immigrants via Craigslist. Via frigging Craigslist. Um, uh, Some Border Patrol agents (laughs) saw a group of uh, seven people. They climbed a 15-foot-high border fence, and uh, they crossed over from Mexico into the U.S. And this was, uh, where's the Calexico West Port event, wherever that is. Anyway, that's where it was at. So five made it over, two turned back, but those five jumped in a sedan that pulled up to the, to the fence. They all piled in like a clown car into this car, and they took off to this house. So um, the man, when he pulled up to the house, uh, he found that there was a sting waiting for him. And uh, the the police, you know, got him and questioned him and says, what's going on here? And he's like, hey, man, I'm just doing my job. I mean, I didn't know what's going on here. But <laughs> to make a long story short, this is what the Coyotes are now doing. They're putting in ads in Craigslist saying, we've got a group of people coming over at this time at this location, pick them up here and then take them to this house. It's all done via Craigslist. They answer the the uh, the, the Craigslist ad. They take them to the they pick them up, take them to the drop-off location, then they get their payment and they go pick up some more. This is how rampant this is. <laughs> so bad. It's unclassified ads. There's gonna, is there going to be like a home shopping network? Capitalism, soon?
0: baby. Good
1: gosh. <laughs> there's going to be infomercials at 4 a.m. Be like, hey, we got a group of 10 coming over at 530 this morning. Pick them up and take them to blah,
0: blah, blah. This is insane. It's so bad. It's so bad. And I'm so tired of hearing, well, it's all of these people. They're just, all... it's not illegal to claim asylum. It's not illegal. Like, okay, no. But we can't just have people pouring in through the borders and not knowing who they are. That does not end well.
1: And that's not how you claim asylum. You don't sneak over. Thank you. You go Thank to a you. port of entry and you do it. You go
0: to a port of entry and do it the legal way. And they're like, well, it's just that there's such an influx. And they can, okay, well, I'm sorry, that's not my problem. <laughs> so you're, The so, solution to that is not to just let everyone in.
1: So you're admitting there's a crisis. Thank you for doing that. Well, the crisis, the, 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 the crisis is that we're
0: not letting everyone in to them. <laughs> that's the crisis. The real crisis is... A, we're giving them shampoo.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: B, we're keeping the kids safe from the adults that we don't know. C, we're not letting them in, Jason. That's the real crisis here. You
1: see how ridiculous this sounds when you rashly talk through it? <laughs> like, I, I mean, are these, Are do they lay it out like this when they're talking about it, like on C-SPAN and, and Congress? Because I never hear it talk, spoken out just real in plain English. Because that's what the American public needs to hear. Just like straight up, like literally, this is what they're calling, a. this is what they call a crisis? This is what we call a crisis.
0: Well, uh, (laughs) uh, no, they're not doing that. Um, They should be. Uh, And, you know, then you've got people who follow the AOCs of the world who will say, you know, if you, even if you point out, well, Obama was sending people back to, you do, Obama was putting people in cages. You do realize that. And, you know, they'll say, well, it's there's a big difference in caging people and killing them. I'm like, who's killing them? What are you talking about? They are seriously taking all of these comments that these, you know, congresswomen are making about concentration camps and about, you know, um, migrants dying in these facilities, which is going to happen when you have a massive amount of people all coming in and we don't have the resources or the funding to take care of them. Like that is going to happen. We have no idea where these people have been before they get under, you know, our control. We have no idea what they've been doing before they come into our custody. When was the last time they ate a last meal? When was the last time they had water? If they already were sick with something before they came in? How in the world is it our fault if someone immediately dies at one of these facilities? I don't get it. I don't get it. We're not killing them. I mean, we heard that story that came out a while back about the, what was it, a four-year-old kid? And it was just a terrible, tragic story that this four-year-old child had died while in custody of Border Patrol. But then it was like, oh, and by the way, their parents starved this kid for five days before Border Patrol, you know, ended up with them well, what the hell are we supposed to do about it?
1: And what kind of medical care can you guarantee them when you have 144,000 people in 30 days all with other medical care? You you, you can't deal with that amount. There's no way. There's no way. That is why we need a physical barrier. And the embassy report that I talked about earlier—that's the first thing that share, uh, that rancher said. He goes, "Well, first and foremost, we need a physical barrier that will." And he, he even said he's not a bigoted guy. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Look, I'm." All, he goes, I'm, "But don't get me wrong. I'm for immigration reform. Mm-hmm. Make it easier for them to p- apply legally. We need They need to do it the legal way. But we need a physical barrier to stop this crisis that's going on right now." He straight up said, "This is a crisis. We need a physical barrier. That's the only way that's going to stop these camps and these deaths that are happening." So, I mean, it's, it's, it's absolutely, I mean, it's, they're the, they're the ones that are creating this humanitarian crisis by not allowing the government to their administration to address it. They're making it worse. Why would they do that again when they have the same information we do? Because they're doing it for a, a, for political reasons,
0: which is ridiculously sad. I wonder, do you think, Jason, that the... Border, uh, you know, wall, fence, whatever you want there, some sort of, you know, structure, some sort of barrier, if it would get more traction if Republicans would talk about it more in conjunction with immigration reform. Oh,
1: I think it's a great point. I, I think it's a very great I mean, point. why
0: can't we do both? Why, yeah. you know, we're sitting around arguing about, no, we don't need a barrier. What we need is, you know, an easier way for people to get here. And then the other side is saying the opposite. Why can we not talk about both at the same time?
1: Uh, yeah, I, full, I wholeheartedly agree with you. Absolutely, 100%. That, that would also help... Destroy their argument that it's, that's, it's that's, you know, this is, we're coming from a racist, you know, a racist agenda. Right.
0: Absolutely. No one's racist. There's nobody this that is- I know, no one I know actually is ra- like wants doesn't like illegal immigration because they're racist.
1: Yeah. My, um, you know, my family, my, my family, my wife is Mexican. Her family, uh, they, uh, many people still live in Mexico. Many of them have come over. They did. They did it legally. My father-in-law mm-hmm. is the biggest sweetheart. Um, God rest his soul. He passed away last year, but the biggest sweetheart when he passed away, he had only been a citizen for just a few years, but he had worked here legally working on uh, getting his citizenship for like 20 years. Mm-hmm. That's how long it took. Yep. He didn't have the money because it like it took him forever to work up then reapply for a worker's visa, green card, all that all that stuff. I don't even know the ins and outs of it, but it took forever. My mind was spinning when he was trying to explain to me what was going on. But I'm sorry, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. If you have someone that's proven that they're, you know, that they're they can be a good citizen, yes. held a job the entire time, never got in trouble, it should not take that long. No, absolutely it's, that's not. Insane. It
0: shouldn't. And and that's the thing is like we can find common ground on that, and we yes. can all say there's absolutely no reason it should take that long. So let's fix that because. Just letting people in illegally is not a solution, yeah, uh Earth to Julian Castro and Elizabeth Warren, who are literally calling for decriminalization of border crossings why what why even have laws yeah why do why do we even have laws? that's why do we have to stop at red lights? Why do we have to pay income taxes? Why do we need to do anything if all of a sudden we can just say arbitrarily you know what? Let's just let's just not enforce that. Let's just decriminalize it.
1: So yeah, like saying like sanctuary cities. Yes. Um, why th- even have laws? And that's the reason why those thirty five thousand African migrants, when they were questioned coming down, they said the reason being is because they knew they could get to a sanctuary city and no one would touch them mm-hmm. because the laws did not apply.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> they already knew it. They already knew it. Well, I know. And it's like, you know, for all that they have to say, all that the left has to say about, um, you know, this is this is inhumane. We need to have compassion. You know what? It's inhumane to try to attract people here, knowing that it's a dangerous journey. It's inhumane to say, well, if you can just make it across all of these very dangerous things, then you can come to, to our city and you can live here. Like that's inhumane. That's inhumane. You're setting people up for some sort of danger. And, you know, it's like. I am an American citizen who have grandparents who came here the right way, similar to your father-in-law. I feel like it's very disrespectful to all of the people who did come here the right way, who did earn their way here, who did work for, you know, decades to make it here. You've got a bunch of people who think that they're more important than everyone else. All the other people waiting in line, they're like, "Ha, see, us suckers were more important." I don't respect that. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, I think that we're I think that we're done ranting <laughs> yeah. about the border. I think that I we've, got you going. we've killed it. We've killed it. Uh, all right, just want to remind you guys about this amazing cruise that's taking place in March of 2020. You've got I'm just, let me just pique your interest. I've only got 10 million ways to pique your interest on this. So let me list some of them. It's a, an Italian cruise ship that's a luxury Italian cruise ship, which means you get gourmet Italian food. You get to sit on this luxury cruise ship. You can be poolside. You can be at the bar. You can be wherever you want to be eating gourmet Italian food. It's got amazing nightlife if you're into that, if you like to party. Um, and you're going to be visiting sailing all across the eastern Mediterranean you're going to visit Italy Croatia uh, Jerusalem Athens you're gonna explore the roots of Western civilization and if that wasn't enough you're gonna do it with Mr. Glenn Beck, Mr. Bill O'Reilly Stu gear David Barton Rabbi Lapin it's going to be a 14-day adventure um, visiting all of these places with these gentlemen and learning all about all of the all of the history it's just It's enriched in history and you've got all of these history buffs going along with you to tell you all of these tidbits that you didn't know. Um, Jason, I didn't get my invitation, did you? Um,
1: No, not yet. It's very another you're making tons of good points. It's
0: weird because I'm listing all of these people and I'm like. I would really like to go on this cruise, but I haven't heard that I am on this list of people.
1: Right. Like what if I mentioned this yesterday? What if there's research or writing that needs to get done on well, this thing? Well, what if like, what?
0: someone needs to entertain everyone at the pool? That would be me. (laughs) Obviously. What if they need someone to talk about all of the calories that's in this Italian food?
1: Entertainment and director and dietitian,
0: (laughs) All in one. Uh, Bring your kids. Bring your grandkids. It really, truly is going to be the trip of a lifetime. You can go to comesailaway.com. Check out all the packages that they have. There's all different kinds of options. So book it now. Mark your calendars. Go there. Comesailaway.com. welcome back uh i am sarah gonzalez here with jason buttrell you know before we get into more news i'm sorry jason i just i just have to ask the audience we were talking off air about uh small dogs versus large dogs (laughs) And I am of the opinion that small dogs are just worthless. (laughs) I don't like them. I don't understand why people have them. The yippy ones who just they bark at everything and, you know, they have Napoleon complex. Absolutely not want nothing to do with them. I do not have a dog right now because I can't handle the, you know, having to come home at a certain time to let him out and stuff like that just with my schedule. I obviously, you know, for those of you who have have listened to me for a while, you know that I have cats and I love cats and, you know, all of that. But I do love dogs. The small ones, though, I can't handle. You won't get
1: a small dog, but you will get a possum.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> Come on. Absolutely. You don't see the possums yipping at people's heels when they're walking by. That possum is calm. That possum is cool. That possum is collected.
1: I've got That's funny. I, I, I've got my wife as a little yapper that's cute and all. I, I'm more of a big dog guy. I got a Doberman, but I never understood Love the Dobermans. reason. Oh my gosh. Such noble. We're such smart dogs. Yes. Love those dogs. But like, yeah, like the, my, my wife's Yorkie. I don't understand what it's even for. <laughs> I, re, I really don't. Like it's It just, it, it'll chase a squirrel half a mile down the street. Um, Doesn't really do anything, but just sit there and look cute, which I guess can serve a purpose. I mean, you know, whatever. But most of the time they're just annoying.
0: Yes. Very, v- extremely annoying. Um. All right. So, Nike, Jason, did you see this story about Nike? Nike had infuriating. yes. Nike had. I. I feel. Wait. Let me lick my finger and put it up to the air here. I believe I feel a Jason Butchwell rant coming.
1: <laughs> I'm. I
0: feel. I just. I feel the wind is blowing that way. It's blowing. And I. I feel that there's going to be one, <laughs> uh, incoming. So. Nike created this this sneaker that they called the Betsy Ross sneaker. And it was in in celebration of the July 4th holiday. Um, It was slated to go on sale this week. And the heel of the shoe, it had a U.S. flag with the 13 white stars in a circle. That was, of course, a design created during the American Revolution. And was commonly referred to as the Betsy Ross flag. Um, So... Of all people, Mr. Colin Kaepernick, he just, he was triggered. He was really triggered. And, and as most of you probably know, he had just signed a multi-million dollar sponsorship deal with Nike last year. Um, he had the stupid ads about what, like, if you believe it, just do it or whatever. Like, oh, yeah, you believe in kneeling. That's cool. What an awesome thing to be proud of. Um, well, Colin, he was upset. He had his fifis hurt. And um, he said that it was offensive. So, I mean, it's one guy and he's offended. You know, you think, okay, well, Nike's like, well, we're sorry you're offended, but we're moving on. No, no, they're just not going to. They're not going to sell the shoes anymore. This
1: is absolutely insane. For 4th of July, to commemorate the 4th of July, and their thing was that the 13 colonies Mm -hmm. represented a time of slavery Mm -hmm. and repression. Mm -hmm. And it just brought up, you know, hurt feelings, you know, for people. You (laughs) got to be kidding me. This is like, oh my gosh. Wait. Where uh, where to start here?
0: uh, So you mean to tell me that you think that the man who's making millions of dollars is not oppressed.
1: <laughs> he's so oppressed. <laughs> so oppressed. I want to be oppressed that hard. I mean, really
0: someone oppress me, please. <laughs>
1: yeah, oppress me. If, with it your comes, millions. if it comes
0: with millions of dollars, <laughs> I am all yours. Oppress me. However you want.
1: Uh, yeah. The only thing he's being oppressed with is being a really crappy quarterback. He was never an activist before he became a crappy quarterback. He lost his job. He, uh, he, he clearly he was he, he had hit his ceiling. He was not going to get any better. He sucked. Mm-hmm. So what did he do? He became an activist. He tried to make it to where they couldn't fire him yep. because of his activism. Yep. So now he's just playing that role to continue to get ads. Mm-hmm. Nike. I'm. I'm. I swear. I I don't believe in boycotts, but if I did, yours would be the first to be boycotted. That is absolutely nuts that you caved to that. President Trump uh, called this shot. Uh, A lot of us did, but he said it. he was probably one of the only uh, public officials to say it. But he was like, look, if you start getting rid of some of these Confederate statues, what's next? Yes. What's next? Then you're going to get rid of a George Washington statue. Some people laughed at that like that'll never happen. I'm sorry.
0: They're getting rid of the Betsy Ross flag. Yes. Yes, it will happen. Well, I mean, yeah, uh, it will happen. They're already getting rid of George Washington murals. I mean, you've got murals. They are are already doing that. Yeah, there are schools and there are places that are spending insane amounts of money to paint over these murals because just the mere sight of our, you know, our founding fathers or, you know, anyone who owned a slave. Oh, like every single other person in that time, we've got to get rid of their image. It is absolutely bonkers insane. But again, I think that's one of the things, Jason, that it's going to blow back in their face because I think that it's it's the the it's the loudest people who get the most traction when it comes to um, media attention. But I, it's not. It's not the, the the commonly held view of the American people, I don't think.
1: The original U.S. flag is offensive to him, but a shirt mm-hmm. who talked about killing gay people and black people mm-hmm. is not offensive. Yeah.
0: Totally fine. Totally fine. Get there. the heck out of here. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, there was a study that was just recently done that uh, proved that there is a correlation between growing rates of obesity and processed foods and that processed foods actually cause you to overeat. So you're eating crappy foods and then you're overeating crappy foods. That doesn't end well. You need fresh fruits and vegetables in your diet. And that is why you need to start taking Field of Greens. One scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of real USDA certified organic fruits and vegetables. It boosts your immunity using antioxidants, prebiotics, probiotics. It's real food. You got to get it. You're not going to eat your vegetables. You're going to go to Field of Greens, go to BrickHousePat.com, get 15% off your first order with offer code PAT.
1: This is Pat Gray Unleashed.
0: Welcome back. I am Sarah Gonzalez here with Jason Buttrell filling in for Pat Gray. You can uh, tweet us if you would like using hashtag put that in your pipe, which again, sounds so like just Bad. yeah, you don't want to mess with that person that says put that in your pipe. That, that guy's a baddie. Yeah, that says that. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm jealous. I want to I want a hashtag that seems like really mean and foreboding. I need one. You guys may, come up with something. That's really, I feel like I'm not. How just, you, li- you look at me and you're like, she's she's you're not foreboding. Hashtag how you like them apples. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's not as good.
1: <laughs> wow. Jason,
0: you're fired from this job of creating. You're a, a right. <laughs> uh, let's see, we've got Scotty Sweatman saying, Don't worry, Sarah, the cartels are vetting these people for us. They're making sure Only the best drug mules and human traffickers are crossing (laughs) our border. That is so nice of them to make to make sure that only the best drug mules are coming over. Uh, Kara said it's past time to change illegal immigration. uh, First offense from misdemeanor to a felony and start arresting and charging any government employee or official at all levels for knowingly aiding and abetting illegals. That's a great point. Kara, Kara has a hard stance on that. <laughs> Kara has a really hard stance on that. Uh, worship leader Caleb said, if Sarah is the cruise director and Stu is the bartender, I am registering for the cruise today. <laughs> Come on. That's what I'm saying. We'll sell. We will sell more tickets if I'm the cruise director. I've got so much fun we can do. The Steve 42 said, I support decriminalizing tax evasion. Mm, me too. Me too. Let's decriminalize tax evasion. Let's decriminalize all of that. And I mean, because it's arbitrary, right? Laws are only laws when we want them to be. Come on. It's just a, it's just, honestly, if you think about laws, Jason, they're just, it's just ink on a piece of paper. <laughs> That's all it is. That's all it is.
1: Whiteout will take care of that.
0: Yeah. All right, Jason. That's a
1: good point, though. Like when you start, like when you when you mention just taking away money away from the government, Mm -hmm. that's when they'll step in and say, oh, no, 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 Now that no, no, we got to get hardcore on that one. Yep. All the other ones. No, but take away our money. Yep. That's when you cross the line.
0: Yeah. All right. What's going on in Hong Kong?
1: So this is uh, this is interesting to me because civil unrest is breaking out pretty much all over the place, all over the world. Yellow vests. It, it is
0: getting very scary. Uh,
1: every, literally everywhere it's you everywhere, look, yeah. there's some massive like uprising demonstration. But this is really interesting to me. If you guys have seen this in the news, just do a real quick Google and see how crazy the crowds are in Hong Kong.
0: Uh, I prefer Ask Jeeves. That's, uh, Ask Jeeves. <laughs> going back in the day. Um, I don't trust Google.
1: Hong Kong, the situation there is pretty much, for those that don't know, is you know Hong Kong was given back to China in the 90s. Um, and it was under colonial rule. This is another funny thing to me, or interesting thing to me, because they were like, finally, you know, the evil colonial, colonialists. however you say that word, colonists. Colonists? Colonials. The evil colonials, or whatever. Wow,
0: this guy's a writer. <laughs> right. This guy's a writer, <laughs> well, ladies I write and gentlemen. It, I say it.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> these evil people under colonial rule, you know, are you finally go. giving up, and like, they'll give it back to China. You know, communist China is better than colonial UK. Um, That was their big thing back in the day when they were saying this. Well, well now, uh, so their agreement when it was given back over to China was that they were um, they they were part of mainland China. But in the agreement, they were still given some freedoms that the people in the mainland didn't have. So they could protest the government, you know, for instance, Mm -hmm. in in Hong Kong. I can't do that in the mainland. Uh, they had their own like, you know, private like, or um you know, independent legislature, you know, like kind of like Congress. Mm-hmm. Uh, they obviously don't have that in China, but they could have that in Taiwan, but it's still part of the mainland. Well, they, uh, a few weeks ago, a month ago, something like that, they, uh, the mainland has slowly been trying to like assert more control and get rid of some of these freedoms. So one of these ways they were doing that is like, hey, uh, we want to open up this extradition uh, law so that they, we can they can uh, if, if someone pisses us off in Hong Kong they can't hide in Hong Kong you know the Communist Party can take them over to the mainland and charge them well this pissed off the people in, in, in Hong Kong like crazy they hit the streets in numbers of millions Jeez. I mean you look at some of these pictures the entire street from miles looking down the you know as far as you I could see were just filled with people um, a few days ago they charged the legislative building this would be like charging Congress. Hundreds of thousands charged in. They broke through. I think we have a picture here. I want to show you this. This was yesterday. Now, that is where, you know, like, let's say Nancy Pelosi would stand over in Thailand. Look, you see all the graffiti. If, if, you, if you're just listening, there's graffiti behind the uh, behind where the chair is. And on the main uh, stage, they hung the British colonial flag of Hong Kong. Wow. That is insane. Wow. So what they're saying is, look... When we were under colonial rule, that was better than what we're getting under communism.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's what they're saying. This is a huge critique on not only what they said, like some of the things they've said about colonialism, they, some of the bad things they said about colonial rule in places like Hong Kong, um, even stuff they said about the United States, you know, for, for us being a colonial power. But also against communism. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is it's it's an it's an amazing statement. That right there, that picture. If you haven't seen that, Google that picture. Um, I, I to me, that's one of the top pictures of the past few years. Yeah. Of just statement, what it says and what it means going forward.
0: But you know what's sad, Jason, is that you have to actually understand history in order to understand the significance of that picture, right? Like the picture itself doesn't do any good. Unless you understand the historical significance of it, you understand what the flag actually is, and that would require people to understand history, and they don't. Right. You know, I mean, there's so many people. Like, I would. What percentage of Americans would you guess would actually understand the significance of that Um, without having to look it up?
1: This audience would. I I believe probably would would get it. This
0: audience is. Light years smarter <laughs> than the average American,
1: and that was and to, to, that was the point I was about to make. Is like if you if your if your source is mainstream media, they're not telling you this mm-hmm. stuff. They're not telling you what it means to you. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not telling you like this is what's happening in the world. This is what's going on. This is all the you know whether it's in the world or in the United States, in your own city. They're not telling you what this is how this is what it means to you. Mm-hmm. This is the information that's important. This is what's out there. But what? How does this affect your family? Like how, you know, what does this mean? And, you know, in debates and public discourse going forward, like you need to know this type of stuff if you want to understand why it's stupid to boycott the uh, Betsy Ross flag.
0: Right, right. The
1: context matters. The history matters.
0: Yes. Well, I mean, you know, it's the same media who has 25 million Democratic presidential candidates now who are running openly on socialism, a lot of them. And no, we never get any context from the media on, hey, here's what's happening in Venezuela. Oh, by the way, this is how their socialism experiment turned out. None of that is ever mentioned. If they cover Venezuela, it's, you know, it's a it's a very surface level. Look at all this unrest. Look at what's going on. Look, these people are setting the trucks on fire. Look, but it's never it's never in context. It's never, hey, we got to this point because we were here. And then we went here and, you know, these were the steps to socialism. Then they implemented this and this is how it's turned out. It's never in context. It's always just very surface level.
1: Oh, my God. So surface level and so misleading. Yes. All of their arguments are about, let's say, like, you know, wealth inequality, wealth inequality. I'm sorry, that's a stupid argument. I got in another argument with a very smart individual on Twitter. We were arguing back and you forth. You got in an in...
0: argument on Twitter. Me? Like, yeah, imagine Stop that, right? Top the presses. That is breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> but still, the people that
1: talk about... We- so wealth inequality is an issue, but it's a temporary issue that will, that gets fixed over time. Yes. It's happened multiple times when it's been at historic levels, and it, it corrects itself, and then it starts back up again. It's like a, It's like a... It's like a, a bar curve or mm-hmm. whatever; it fixes itself. But the politician's pointing out wealth inequality. It's all about jealousy. It's jealousy politics. Yes. Yes. They're trying to say that they're try- for some way. They're trying to say, look, you don't have the opportunity to make your life better for some reason because the system is rigged against you. That's what they're saying. Mm-hmm. They're saying that they have more than you do, so then you have to be jealous of them. So you have to support some kind of uh, you know redistribution of yes. wealth or higher tax or whatever, something that makes the government you know uh, more powerful. They're not talking about how, look, wealth inequality is not the issue. Our crazy national debt is. Mm-hmm. Asset bubbles mm-hmm. are the issue. You know, the economy is going to explode because yeah. of asset bubbles and national debt. No, they're talking about wealth inequality while at the same time saying we're going to increase the national debt.
0: Yes. That's, those are the issues well, that Americans
1: need to know about.
0: And, and the wealth average inequality. American hears the word asset bubble and they're like, hey. Yeah,
1: right. Hey? Again. And you're not going to talk anybody explaining. You're not going to listen to it. No one's going to explain an asset bubble to you. Probably besides our boss. Yes. He's yes. probably the only one that will do an entire show on asset bubbles that, that you can actually understand it.
0: Well, that's ridiculous. And I, I think, too, that we have this. I mean, everything that you're saying is spot on. On top of that, we have this um, this media that anyone can be a reporter these days. And the only the only type of reporters that's out there in the mainstream media are they look at a story that someone else did and they take it and rewrite it in their own way. They're not actually going out and doing the work. They're not going out and doing the digging. They're not real true journalists. They're not looking for truth. Yeah, looking for why did this happen? What caused this to happen? What were the events leading up to this? They're just like... Okay, Fox News uh, put out a report that uh, Trump was going to meet with Kim Jong Un, and I'm gonna take their article and write it a different way so I can publish it too.
1: Yeah, with a different opinion. Yeah, typically also. Yeah. Yeah. If there's
0: even an opinion.
1: What, what's that game? What's that game where like you tell a, sec- you tell a secret and it goes all the way down telephone? the line? Telephone. Yeah. It's like telephone. That's yeah. how our media is. One person yes. does a story, and then 50,000 other people aggregate it. Yes. With their own little political spin. Yes. At the end of it yes that's how we're getting our information their own
0: clickbaity title right with nothing no context no history no significance no nothing and the american people have to uh have to do their history themselves oh and they can google but google's screwing with the algorithm too so (laughs) now that's gone you're never getting the real truth congratulations america we're screwed (laughs) uh all right so if you are looking to buy or sell your home um no pressure it's just that it's the biggest investment you're ever going to make in your life. I mean, unless you're like Warren Buffett or someone super rich. Um, and you got to make sure that you have the right real estate agent working for you. Uh, Glenn, Glenn Beck and Tanya launched realestateagentsitrust.com for a really simple reason to help you sell your home for top dollar and as quickly as possible. Um, they learned three keys to ensure your success. The first is that selling or buying a home is really complicated and difficult to navigate. So they choose... All of these agents that work with realestateagentsitrust.com, they have chosen all of them. They have got a long track record of performance, they're not part time. They're not, you know, inexperienced. These are the people. This is their expertise. They do this full time. They are the ones who are going to know, um, you know, market value, um, and more importantly, they share your values. Um, they're listeners. They're fans of the show. So you're gonna know that you're getting someone that you can trust to help know, you know, where you guys should move, where your family is gonna be happy, where your family is gonna be safe. They've got um, realtors all over the country. They're nationwide. They have one where you are located or where you are moving to. You got to go to uh, realestateagentsitrust.com. Don't use your friend or your relative. That's not going to end well for you. I promise. Spoiler alert. It's not going to end well. Go to uh, com. Jason. Yeah. Are we are we saying are we saying goodbye?
1: Yes, because I'm about to pull off a magic trick. Are you? You ready for this?
0: Yeah. So I love magic.
1: I am going to disappear from this set and I am going to reemerge on the four minute buzz set going to Be amazing,
0: what? Yeah, no way. Straight up, I can't wait to hear how that works out.
1: <laughs> Stand by.
0: Do, are you gonna army crawl out of here too, so that you can't be seen? Uh, a magician by the never
1: reveals his <laughs> secrets, <laughs> it's just gonna happen. Okay, it's gonna be amazing.
0: Okay, I can't wait. I can't wait to see how that works out for you. Bye, guys. Um, so a couple of you have tweeted, okay, one of them, um, Jack Hole Spunky Trucker. You said a possible tagline for me is. Uh, <laughs> I just wish that the shot could be seen. Not, I mean, I'm not saying that Jay- <laughs> Jason's busted if you're watching on television. You're busted, I see. <laughs> I was not kidding when I said Jason was going to army crawl. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> well, you don't need to crawl anymore. They busted you on TV. Shut up. <laughs> Uh, Jack Cole Spunky Trucker, possible tagline for Sarah, hashtag don't you sass me. I love that. Uh, the Ham said, <laughs> I'm sorry, I know I'm not intimidating. You're so not intimidating. Chill out before I throw your keys on top of the refrigerator. <laughs> well, that's just mean because I can't reach them up there. Uh, Kara said uh, for your hashtag, how about either not playing possum or hashtag awesome possum? I like it. I like it, but that means that I finally do need to get my possum. The possum needs to become a reality in order to have a proper possum hashtag. Um... So I saw a story come up the other day, and it just infuriated me. And why not infuriate all of you along with me before I leave you? Um, We've discussed before, and I know Pat has as well, at great lengths, the the, the preteen drag queen. His name is Desmond is Amazing. That's his stage name. Um, who you know he I think he was on the Today show at probably six he 's just he 's been on all of this mainstream media they parade him around, he walks out on stage and prances around in you know scantily ca- scantily clad clothing um just uh, i mean child abuse honestly i 'm just going i 'm just going to be clear i 'm just going to be blunt about it. It is very blatant child abuse. Uh, Last year, he was dancing. He was the one who was dancing in a gay nightclub. Okay, unpack this one, if you will. This young boy, what was he? uh, 11, I think, at the time. He was 10 or 11. A young 10-year-old boy dressed up like a female in like a crop top prancing around a, a gay nightclub. So a bunch of adult gay males throwing dollar bills at this young boy. All right. So this is, this is the kid who did that. And um, his mother um, apparently has a problem. His mother's problem is that she is unhappy that she uncovered online a quote, extremely disturbing blog post by a convicted pedophile stating that Desmond is hot and feels sexy performing. No kidding. You're telling me that putting your young son on display, dressing him up as a, a woman, dressing him up in you know a crop top And having him perform in an adult gay nightclub with men throwing dollar bills at him. You're kidding. You're telling me that that results in people objectifying and sexualizing your son? No kidding. Who would have ever guessed? Uh, Her name is Wendy. She said we do not approve of his statements and we have written to WordPress, which is the, the blogging website, several times, but they have yet to remove it. It is highly inappropriate to speak of minors in this manner. Uh, And she also said, if a pedophile wants to act on their urges, no child is safe. Well, no crap, lady. Maybe that's why uh, a really good reason why you shouldn't be prancing your young son out in front of men who you don't know their history. You don't know their experience. You don't know anything about them. Probably a really, really good reason to not put your son in that position. She also said, and if you've watched the video of this boy, you know how insane this is. She said Desmond does not move in a sexual manner or strip at all. He has done costume reveals that reveal a fully covered costume underneath. He is never scantily clad or nearly naked and always is age appropriate. (laughs) Okay, so dressing up like a, a member of the other sex and going out and wearing makeup as a young boy is definitely age appropriate in no sane person's book. No sane person thinks that it's age appropriate to have a six year old making headlines because he's a boy who's saying that he's a girl. Sorry, I don't I don't believe that any rational person would call that age appropriate. Um, She said Desmond does not feel sexy in drag. What he has said um, is that at times in drag, he feels like a boy and a girl at the same time. So um, maybe as a parent, we should just break it down for Desmond and make it really simple. um, If you're a good parent and say, I'm really sorry you're confused, honey, that you feel like a, a boy and a girl. But uh, look down. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, you you have a penis and you're a boy. So glad we could clear that up. All right. All done with that. We're done. Good talk. So... This girl or this this woman went on to say, uh, you know, he'd get same sex crushes when he was, you know, younger than eleven. He knows the difference between a heterosexual and a homosexual. Um, just because he identifies as gay doesn't mean he's sexually active or wants to be. Well, I hope not. He's eleven. I would hope that that would be uh, an understanding. He knows what sex is. He's in middle school and, you know, he's had sex education class, which is a whole nother story. Because let me tell you how much I love uh, public schools, educating my child on that issue. Um, And she just said anyone discussing anything remotely sexual on Desmond's social media is immediately blocked and reported. We are just appalled at this whole situation. So. You put a blonde wig, high heels, a girl's crop top, and full makeup on your 11-year-old son. You strut him out on stage to dance provocatively uh, to a bunch of men who are throwing dollar bills at him. And then you're shocked that people online sexualize your son. And I can't quite make out Is this woman serious? Is she truly shocked? Is she truly offended? I don't think she is. I think that this boy's parents are... First of all, they need mental evaluations. There is something seriously wrong with a parent who is fine with parading their kid around to be sexualized by adults. There is something seriously wrong with these people. So A, there is something going on. We need a mental evaluation. But B... It is child abuse. I have to believe that this woman is so psychotic, is so insane that I think she, she likes the attention. I think that she's living vicariously uh, through her young son and she likes that he's getting attention And she's doing it on purpose. She knows exactly what she's doing. She knows exactly what these males are thinking when they're throwing dollar bills at her son. And she's happy to do it when it's giving her attention. And then she gets to go and be the victim because she's the victim both ways. So one way is that, um, you know, she gets to say, oh, my gosh, I, I can't believe all of these haters who are saying my son shouldn't be himself. Of course he should be himself, you hater. My son has every right to dress however he wants to dress and parade around however he wants to parade around, and you guys are bigots if you don't accept it. And then she's the victim because she's saying, I can't believe these people are saying these sexual things about my son. I can't believe it. He's just trying to live his best life, and there are these people who are saying all of these terrible things about him. I mean, it's like... I don't understand how we live in a society where this woman is not is not locked up for child abuse. And I believe I believe this is the same woman who um, who had CPS. They had Child Protective Services come to the house and talk to her and determined that there was that there was nothing going on. How can we determine that? We have video evidence of this boy being abused, being uh, mentally abused. Can you imagine the problems this boy is going to have when he's, I don't know, 20, 21, after his brain is done forming, after he's had all of his life experience, and he goes, oh crap, wait a minute, I guess I was just young, and every kid says, you know, I want to be a girl, or I can I wear your high heels, mommy, and as a responsible parent, you say no, huh, and then I got pushed into this and now I've lived my entire life like this and I have no idea who I am. Can you imagine the psychological problems that this poor boy is going to have to endure all because his mom likes the attention, all because, you know, his mom wants to be the victim? I want to know more about this mom. I want to know more about her background and her history because I am telling you she has she doesn't just have a couple screws loose. Her entire body has unscrewed has unscrewed everything. There's there are no screws left in her body. Uh Scotty Sweatman said, "Should we be calling Mommy Drag Queen a bigot after all? Love is love, right?" That's a great point. That's a great point. And that's where we're headed now. That's where we're headed. And a lot of people said it, they said, "Okay, we're going down a road where facts are not facts, science is not science. We're talking about transgender, uh, you know, cisgender, two spirit, whatever." Next one on the list is uh, pedophilia. And everyone said, what are you talking about? That's never going to happen. We are going down that track, though. We're going down that track. The world is off its rocker. Thanks for tuning in, you guys. I'm sure I'll see you very soon. Uh, Make sure to follow my YouTube channel, Sarah Gonzalez Unfiltered. Go there now.